Hello there, my name is Brad, and uh, welcome to Grace Teaching today. We're talking about God's full armor. And, uh, you know, the good news about this is if you're in Christ, the armor of God is on. Now, I know the Apostle Paul is going to tell us in Ephesians chapter 6, he's speaking to the body of Christ, and he's saying here, put on the armor of God. Put on all of God's armor. So, this is in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 17. And of course, you know, if we look at this in a legalistic way, remember what legalism is, folks. It's a system that says if you obey, then you'll be okay with God. Okay, so one thing we want to take a look at and really make this simple is if you're in Christ, you don't need to try to put on the armor of God. Know that if you're in Christ, it is on. Okay, for an example, the armor of God consists of six pieces. There's the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, there's the helmet of salvation, there's the shoes of peace, the shield of faith, and the sword of the spirit. There's six of them there. And so we're going to talk real briefly about each piece. First of all, what is the belt of truth? I know there's a lot of air out there in the air. And uh, what you'll hear is, you know, you need to ask God for forgiveness. This is 1 John 1, 9 for us. And when you sin, you need to ask for forgiveness or you won't be forgiven by your Father. And so that's air. Remember, whenever we get into trying to do something, then we go, we leave grace and we go over to the law. Remember, the law is about trying, okay? It's where man reaches up to God through self-effort in hopes of gaining his love, his acceptance, his forgiveness, his blessings. And so one thing we want to look at is it's not about trying, folks. It's about trusting. The belt of truth, when it's cinched, is total forgiveness. That's right. Total forgiveness. We read in Ephesians 1.7 where it says, God is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sins. Look at that, folks. It's in the past tense. Past tense, meaning because of the blood of Jesus, not our confession, our sins have been forgiven. I want you to take a look at that. So we are forgiven all the time. If you're in Christ, child of God, you are a forgiven person. The next one to take a look at is the breastplate of righteousness. So what we're going to want to do is just trust. See, that's grace. Trust that as children of God, we are forgiven people. You see the freedom there? Okay, and another example is the breastplate of righteousness where we see that it's being justified through faith. Romans 5.1 tells us, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God. And so remember... Um, the breastplate of righteousness is just to be in right standing with God. And remember, the Greek word for righteousness is dikaios, and it means to be right with God. Okay, God made him, Jesus, who had no sin to be sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. 
you see and so at conversion folks this happens we are forgiven and right with God children of God all the time this has nothing to do with performance or behavior now that's freedom now we trust that okay that's grace helmet of salvation here's another one whenever somebody says you know you need to try harder um, if you keep sinning you're gonna lose your salvation okay try to be a good Christian try to behave yourself you know try not to be so carnal and live by the spirit and because when you live by the flesh you know you're gonna sin and when if you keep doing that long enough you know you're gonna lose your salvation well first of all that's going over to trying remember trusting that we're in Christ anybody in Christ is a new creature old things have passed away behold all things become new now you can never lose your salvation because it's kind of like saying a butterfly can actually go back to being a caterpillar air so you can never do that so as a new creature in Christ you're always okay with God your salvation is secure in Christ so the helmet of salvation is always on you see now our perception changes whenever we deliberately go out and live from the flesh um, but keep in mind God's love never changes even when we are faithless that means even when we don't you know we don't sense his love for us we don't believe he loves us anymore because we've sinned too much uh, remember that he is faithful and so his love is always there we are always his new creatures in Christ so the helmet of salvation is on trust that we are forgiven trust that we are right and trust that you're always going to be a new creature in Christ that's never going to stop um, and the next one is the shoes of peace remember the the areas that you know you need to you know do something or try harder you know to gain the peace of God or um, you know the peace with God but remember the shoes of peace is in Christ okay and it's the peace of God and peace with God and so a good example of that is where we see this at conversion Jesus says this he gave his life for us so he can give his life to us so he can transmit his life through us and he says peace I leave with you peace I give to you not as the world gives so don't let your hearts be troubled don't be afraid and so that peace is in us all the time that's where our thought life needs to be that's why the writer of Hebrews in 3 1 says put your thoughts on Jesus because that's the peace of God and so remember therefore because we have been justified through faith we have peace with God now as well that's the shoes of peace knowing that we're always loved unconditionally by the Heavenly Father is peace with God and it's all because of what Jesus Christ has done for us the fifth piece of God's armor is the shield of faith. Now, many times you'll hear air out there in the church, and they'll tell you, you know, just ask the Lord for strength when you need it, you know. Or you'll hear this, you know, you do your best and he'll do the rest. That's air, you see. The Lord is our strength and courage. He doesn't give us strength. He's not going to give our flesh, our self-life, strength. He's not going to strengthen ourselves. But rather in Him, we are one spirit with Him. He is our strength. He is our courage. Christ is our strength. Christ is our courage. So what we're going to do is trust that. Thank you, Jesus. I trust that you are my strength and courage today. 
you see. And the final sixth piece of God's armor is the sword of the Spirit. Now, many, many in the church, the air that you'll hear is, you know, you need to memorize more scripture because, you know, <clears throat> the word of God, you know, is powerful. And, and uh, it's your sword, you know. So the more you memorize scripture and, and go to Bible studies and, and, and try, 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 you know, then your, your sword of the Spirit will be, you'll be okay. But if you don't learn the scriptures and you don't learn, you know, about Jesus and, you know, you're not going to be too good. You know, you're not going to be. See the problem there, folks? It's trying. You know, we need to get off of trying. The sword of the spirit is where uh, the writer of Hebrews says the one he writes this. He says, for the word of God is alive and active. That's Christ, folks. And see, the focal point of all Scripture by choice and design is it points to the living Word in us, who is active through us. I like what the Apostle Paul said in Ephesians 3.20. He says, Now to Him, speaking of Christ, who is able to do more than we can ever ask or even imagine according to His power that is at work within us. Another good one is in 1 Thessalonians 5.24. The one, he says, For the Word of God, excuse me, this is Hebrews 4.12. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do it. Our role, folks, is to believe. You see, to believe that Jesus died for us so he could give his life to us, so he could transmit his life through us. You want another one? Here's another one. Ephesians 5.9. This light within you produces what is good, what is pure, what is true. And so keep in mind, as we are one spirit with the Lord, 1 Corinthians 6.17 tells us, whoever's joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Okay, and so we don't live for Jesus, folks. We live from the life-giving spirit of Christ. And one spirit means we're continuously one with him. As we trust Christ as our very life, living from the life-giving spirit of Christ to bear his character, we are going to be able to cut walk on water we're going to be able to cut through problems even death and so be encouraged have a good day god bless